Chapter 3 The Monster Within Varnley's eyes twitched momentarily before snapping open. He gasped for air, his breath coming in heavy. Disorientated, he hoisted himself up, surveying his surroundings with a mix of confusion and dread. Vanless found himself in a cell. Its perimeter was defined as crude wooden planks serving as bars. The floor beneath him was hard, the cold mud seeping a chill into his bones. A damp, musty odour filled the air, adding to the grim ambience. As Vanless's eyes adjusted to the dim light, Vanless noticed he wasn't alone. In one corner lay a man with bald head, his attire in tatters, his bottoms frayed and ripped, coupled with faded, torn t-shirt. The man used a rock as a makeshift pillow, evidently trying to sleep. Another figure sat upright across him, a hood shrouding their head, seemingly fast asleep with the gaze fixed on the ground. Pushing himself to his feet, Fanless approached the wooden bars. He examined each plank meticulously, searching for any sign of weakness, any opportunity that might lead to escape. Fanless' fingers probed on the wood, testing for looseness or decay, his mind racing with thoughts of freedom. As Vanlis manoeuvred around the cell, he felt gaze tracking him intently. A subtle smoke formed under the shadow of the hood. Every time Vanlis kicked against the wooden planks, the bald man, disturbed by the noise, grumbled quietly to himself. Despite the complaints, Vanlis persisted. He shoved and crashed against the wooden gate, determined to break free. Suddenly, the bald man had enough. He stood up abruptly and shouted, That's enough! His anger was evident as he pulled out a dagger, his glare fixed on Vanlis. Just as the situation became more threatening, something unexpected happened. A small bright light appeared, catching Valen's attention. The bald man froze briefly and then grunted and then lied back to the muddy ground, attempted to go to sleep. Valen let out a deep breath. He turned to look at the hooded person who was staring back at him. Valen lowered himself to the ground, sitting with his back against the wooden planks of the cell. He stared at the hooded stranger who laughed and revealed herself. Her long, bright, violet-red hair flowed out as she lifted her hood. Her pale face contrasting to her rosy lips and her stone blue eyes stared back at Vanless. What are you staring at? The woman snapped. Vanless, feeling uneasy, replied, I'm sorry, I didn't expect you to be a woman. The woman rolled her eyes, then asked, You are not from around here, are you? Vanless shook his head, asking, Where are we? How can I get out of this prison and return to the real world? Real world... She shouted, What do you mean by real world? She explained, I suppose you are from Ort, and you are brought here because the game chose you. Valen's eyes widened. How do you know? Where am I? Do you know how I get home? She smiled and said, This world, or our entity you call a game, chooses when you can return home and when you can get back here again. Valen's in disbelief exclaimed, Come back? That can't be. Yes, the woman continued with a smirk. There's a reason you're here. Until you find out why and change what needs to be changed, you're back to this world weighing it. But be warned, if you die here, you die in your world too. You must survive. She added, You can leave this cell if you want, but many stay. It's safe here. We're a roof over our head and away from the dangers. The creature that brought you here is a soundless. They draw the dangers away. You're lucky it didn't see you as a threat or you could have been killed. The woman sighs up. Vanless with a laugh. I see why they thought you were helpless. You probably wouldn't even survive a night out there, she said. As the woman prepared to leave, raising her hand just about to snap her fingers, Vanless quickly asked, What is your name? How can I find you if I need more advice? She smirked and replied, My name is Ellen Tran, and you will never find me unless I choose to be seen. 
With those final words, she snapped her fingers. Suddenly, smoke appeared and the angle merged, pushing on the stone window of the cell. The angle stared at Vanlis, gave a sharp cry and flew away. Vanlis' eyes widened, then looked to where Elentra was and the smoke cleared. She was nowhere to be seen. Vanlis shook his head, gathering his thoughts and carefully stood up. He glanced at the man who nearly stabbed him, feeling relieved to see he was fast asleep. Quietly, Vanlis walked towards the gate and, to his relief, found the door was unlocked. He opened it and stepped out of the cell. Vanlis paused for a moment, contemplating whether to heed Elentra's advice and say for safety. However, he decided against it and left the room. Peeking through the door, he checked for any dangers. Surprisingly, he saw only an empty stone corridor, with an icy wind brushing his face. As Vanlis cautiously walked down the corridor, he felt a cool breeze pass by him. Suddenly, he noticed a dark smoke in the corner of his vision. Vanlis' face turned pale. He held his breath in fear and realised that there was a figure standing behind him. Vanlis saw the dark smoke he had encountered the night before, but now he could make out something more within, a faint outline of a human skeleton. Terrified, Vanlis shouted, Please let me go! The smoke around the figure, known as Sanlis, thickened and turned lightly red. Vanlis' legs shook. He crouched down, keeping his head low. Vanlis stared at Sanlis and raised his hand above his head, pleading, Please don't harm me. Please let me go. I beg you. In response, the Sanlis moved closer. Its smoke deepened in the dark red and it leaned in, its face just inches away from Vanlis. Its eyes glowed red. Vanlis, petrified, closed his eyes, trembling as he waited his fate. Then a cold breeze passed by. Vanis opened his eyes and found that Sanlis had disappeared. Vanis quickly got up and ran out of the castle and sprinted across the open field, ignoring the warnings that he received in a letter from Val. Vanis only heard a roar, similar to the one he heard before. Ahead, the trees were shaking. To his horror, he saw a giant wolf charging towards him, his sharp teeth spared. In a flash, he found himself caught in the wolf's mouth as it rang along the cliff's edge. The roar growing louder. Fireballs shot up from below the cliff, piercing through the thick mist. One of them hit the wolf while Valence was still in his jaws. The wolf howled in pain and Valence was thrown out of his mouth, falling off the cliff. As he fell, Valence thought of his parents. He realised that he might never see them again, and they would have to cope with the loss of their son. With his last breath, he cried, I'm sorry, Mom and Dad, that I couldn't be there for you any longer. Valence's words faded as the mist enveloped him and he fell into the shadows, bracing for his fate. So that's the end of the chapter and I hope you're enjoying the story so far and I'll hopefully have another chapter published in a week. If you're liking the story, I definitely recommend just to follow me on whatever platform you're listening to so you get notified when the next one's available. While you wait, I do have a book out called The Swords of the Unforgotten Marys. It's a fantasy novel. If you're liking a story, you definitely will like the novel and I definitely advise checking out. Anyway, thank you for listening and I look forward to releasing the next chapter in a week's time and have a good day.